0: Namaskar. Welcome to Infinity Foundation's Kurukshetra podcast. I'm your host, Karish Mahimad Singhani. In today's podcast, you will hear Sri Rajiv Malhotra's lecture on decolonizing India in one of the functions held in India. So let's listen in. Decolonization is not about Westerners but it's about our people who are continuing the colonial system even though the colonizers are gone so colonial system is first in the way of thinking जो categories है जो framework है जो इतिहास लिखाया है जो है that is from the western point of view. And us framework mein khub sare scholars paida kiye hain. So there is also human resource which is colonized. Not only in universities, not only in media, but also in civil service, foreign service, yes foreign service, politics, ministers old government, new government, all governments, academics, etc. So, the colonized mindset is very pervasive. It's like an organ in the body. Once it is diseased, once the body is diseased, then the disease spreads to many organs. Same way, the colonial disease is spread into many organs of Indian society. And then the institutions, the funding mechanisms, all of these things are highly colonized. I spent 25 years to fight this. Finally we thought we got a good government, they will change it. But I am sorry to tell you so far it hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. As Sushil himself said, neither HRD ministry nor culture ministry nor home ministry where they do UPSC exam nor External Affairs Ministry which runs ICCR and Foreign Service Institute. One, two, three times, I have invited me to do a lecture in the foreign service institute. There is a foreign service institute in JNU, and the Indian diplomats are training. So, when I went to do a lecture, dene, unko sik- I wanted to talk about Indian Grand Narrative how to present the India internationally. uske bare mein topics per ki aur reaction tha do prakar students te. Almost 50-50. Half the students were very excited about the topic. And they were saying I wish, we wish uh, there was more of this discussion. Hamare uh, your Syllabus. We are proud of this. We want to learn more. Half of them. The other half were very upset that I am talking like this. Very upset that I am talking like this. Because they felt that their idea was that India is fragmented, broken up. They were not interested in the grand narrative of India. The Foreign Service Institute, where young diplomats are being trained to go and represent India. I found that half of the class was not proud but embarrassed of the good things about India I was saying. And so I thought I what, what a, I don't know of any other country where the where your own diplomats are embarrassed. It, I, it is unheard of. But it is fashionable here. You can say you can be a diplomat and then make fun I mean, I just don't understand. It seems that in the diplomatic selection process, there is no screening for patriotism. It is just marks how many you And the UPSC exam is full of anti-India type uh, uh, scholars, their books. And I asked one of these fellows who does the coaching of the UPSC exam, same thing, same material being taught now. So that is what is happening. If you look at the syllabuses, they haven't been changed. If you look at, uh, you know, I could just go on, but I don't want to sound too critical, it's just a reality. This is just the reality. So, I am fighting. My third war in this, uh, in this, this is movement of Infinity Foundation, ki, 25 is very important, that we are going to do this, we have three wars, three youths. My first war was with the Western Academy because I first started by giving a lot of grants to these people. We gave grants, millions of dollars of grants to Harvard, to Princeton, to Columbia University, University of California, all kind of places like that. And found that the prejudice was very deep. upper upper se very diplomatic and very nice also. But only if you are a scholar you can tell the bias. If you are not a scholar you will be very happy. You will, be, you will feel that great. Hai. You have to really know, dig, dig deep to understand what's going on. So I started my first war which was to criticize them, combat them, respond to them, build my own team to argue and in that war it has been very successful because now they cannot get away with it. So many, whenever they do something wrong, so many of our people respond. So we have built a counter movement. Then what happened is the western academics, discovered a great weapon against me, the weapon against me was the Indian left. They found ki is girane ka tarika Indians ko hi laga do iske So, this is how the whole sepoy started. I call them Sipois. British call the people Sipois whom Indian whom they hired to shoot at other Indians. Nowadays, it's not with guns, it's with the intellectual discourse. So, I against left army like western and the left, and the, you know, I am not anti-left, I am not anti-left. I am not right-wing, left-wing, I'm just patriotic person, dharmic person. And to me, left-wing, right-wing, mein farak nahi hai. as long as the person is principled, honest, patriotic, I don't care. But I found that these people were not very, they were not well read, they were not interested in reasonable discussion and debate and arguments. They were just making assumptions because kisi na unko order Somebody said this is the case and they blindly believe. So, that concerned me quite a bit. So, I started my second war which is to counter these kinds of people. So, now there are two wars going on. One is with the western colonial system, the second is with the Indian people who are compromised, inferiority complex, these kind of things. And then I found, felt ki chalo, bhi humko support milega, let's use that support. So a lot of people who classified themselves as Hindu right, I don't believe in left-right kind of business, but they call themselves Hindu right, they started supporting. So I said, hai, unke mil Now my third war is that I am disappointed with the calibre and the depth of the Hindu right. Emotion ki puri baat, emotion se kam nahi chalega. Aapko, thik tarah se batting nahi aati, aap zero mein out ho jayenge. Emotion ki baat nahi a, jatna marji aap mein ho, yeho ho, jitne marji aap slogan laga. aapko khelna nahi aata, out ho jayenge. It's like that. So, we need people with more tapasya, hard work, better educated better read. We need so much more and I found that missing. So when I write a book from the dharma point of view against others, I expect help from our people. Many people come and help emotionally. But I need help of subject matter, substance. So, for example, I will give you a book I wrote called Battle for Sanskrit. Any of you heard of it? These two have. So, that Battle for Sanskrit is a book on how the, the, the Shastras are being distorted by people in the West. They are coming up with nonsensical interpretations. Some of them are being funded by our own industrialists. Some of them are being funded by our own religious groups. So, the battle for Sanskrit is basically a battle for Sanskriti, means we have to take the Sanskriti back in our hands, because the wrong people are interpreting it. Now, in this battle for Sanskrit book, I wanted our Sanskrit scholars to help me. Some of them said, why do we need to do this, there is no problem. Some of them said like that, just escaping. Some of them said, who are you to do all this? You are not qualified, we are better. So, I said, okay, if you are better then please come and do something. Some of them were sold out, clearly sold out, working for the other side. Some of them were not even well informed about kya issue bhi and they are the scholars. So, you see, there is also an issue of standards, good quality standards we need and people who are well informed about the global Kurukshetra. And I found that this is disappointing even among our own people. So, when we talk about decolonizing, it's not only a fight against other people. You cannot win with a weak team. And you cannot have a strong team just by making them very emotional. Now, we have to work hard. Rather than Pushing themselves harder, lot of our people come and say, Sir, aapne to feel good spoil kar diya. I am supposed to make them feel good. So, uh, my job is also as a psychologist to make them keep pumping them like I have some drug, feel good feel good If you are, the, the people are at the gate, they have entered the gate, they are after us, there is no time to sort of luxury or feel good, you have to get up and fight. So, my concern is are are we ready? Do we, is our society up to it? This is my concern. And this is where I want to even have discussion with our esteemed uh, thinkers and leaders that are we wasting our time? Because is the community up to it? Are they willing to make the sacrifice? Are they willing to work hard? Or they just want to clap, retweet, feel good, aap kaam ki aap ki ki usse kaam ni hoga. So, I find that, you know, the reason I am saying all this is, I know, I, when I was in business, I had companies in 20 countries. I visited and lived in 80 countries on different business trips. This is, I left all this 25 years ago, but that's what I used to do. So, I know cultures very well. I have many friends in China i have friends in russia i have friends in different countries korean's friends i find that in most countries which are large or which are strong civilizations the youth are very well informed they are psychologically very fit emotionally very tough they are not looking feel good karao, panenge, nah diya, emotional they are not so fragile they are robust strong people and they are organized also like in, uh, in US campuses, there are a lot of Indian students, there are also a lot of Chinese students. I was just having a discussion with uh, one, one young woman just a few days ago, Indian, who is in one of these universities, she was here for a holiday. Okay, what is the difference between the Indian students and Chinese students? So she says, if there is any issue, the Chinese will always stick together. If they, and the Indians will make sure they bring each other down so one of the one of the practices in the in that university is that each student is evaluated by the other students they have a peer review so you write a paper not only teacher will evaluate but other students will also evaluate everybody is evaluated by each other. So, she was saying ki Chinese will always give the Chinese good benefit of doubt, stick together. Indian will go out of his way to bring the Indian down. This is true. How can we build a nation like this? About uh, 20 years ago, there was a very India friendly governor of New Jersey, where I live, in state of New Jersey. So, when he became, ele- got elected, he asked what are, what do you, what do the Indian community want? So they, different people wanted different things. They generally wanted very selfish things. Somebody wanted lottery license. Somebody wanted some, you know, benefit. So Mary, but turn, I, I said I want nothing for myself. But the school curriculum is very European oriented, world history, European history. They don't teach much about Asia, but the future is Asia. And American students should learn about Asia. It'll be better for them. So he appointed a Asian Studies Commission and made me the chairman. And there was a member from each country, Chinese, Chinese, Mongolian, Japanese, Vietnamese, Myanmar people, Cambodia, all kind of people. And I was the chairman. So when we started having our meetings regularly, I would propose that uh, we should create a history of Asia and its importance to the Americans and I put things like uh, spread of Sanskrit throughout Asia as a topic. Like in Europe they talk about spread of Latin and they have a course in European history on how the great European empires conquered so many places. So I said we should have a topic on the spread of Buddhism without conquest. The spread of Buddhism without military. only opposition I got was from the two other Indians. They were always saying, Sir, what about the caste system? We have to put that. What about those women they are burning in India? We have to put that. Meaning they wanted only negative things. Now, I didn't know what to do. So, one day, a Chinese lady who was on this commission she came to me and said, You know, let us meet in your house without these two fellows and come up with a plan. Chinese lady. So, mere ghar mein Chinese ko balaya, Japanese ko balaya, Myanmar ka thai, Thailand ka thai, Vietnamese, Cambodian, ye sab loog thai. To, humare ghar mein baitke, lunch khaaya, baitek hui. And we, everybody, so I asked people ki, ye do, humne topics positive Asia ke baare mein lagain hai. Do you guys agree or not? They all said, we absolutely agree. The, the, when they teach European history, they tell you great things about yeah, history of this country, that culture. Yeah, wo, hua. They don't talk about be slavery thi, ye tha, wo tha, because we are teaching school children, they are fragile. And we have to teach them positive ideas about identity. We don't want uh, that uh, Asian students sitting in class to be embarrassed. So, all of them agreed. So, I said we have how to deal with these two Indian. So, this, uh, there was a lady from uh, Vietnam and there was one from Myanmar in this committee. So one of them said you should not say it, we will raise this issue. So next meeting May, I sat quietly but all the ideas I had put in, these other people from other countries, they discussed, they put it to vote, they said we support it and those two Indians were so shocked and so embarrassed, they are the only negative people. After that they stopped coming, We, we got rid of them. So this is the problem I face all my life, the, that I may win, but then in the end some one of our own fellows suffering from inferiority complex, confused, completely messed up, you know, will be having lot of fun. like So this is a very kind of pettiness of our own people. And I think this is a very big war I am now facing, how to battle our own people. Because it's very difficult to emotionally, you know, you love your own people. quality, problem. So this is my third war. First war was with Europe, Westerners. Second war was with the Indian left. Third war is our own people. Who are not really ready to stand up and make a contribution, fight for us. If you can't fight, then get out of the way. Either join, help us or stay out of the way. Don't interfere. Long ago I was, uh, uh, there used to be an American very famous fellow, Ross Perot. Any of you heard of Ross Perot? He was the person who started outsourcing. The first outsourcing company was an American company called EDS which he started. And it was not outsourcing to foreign lands like India, but it was outsourcing within USA. So he started this business that he would go to a company and say okay give me the contract for your technology I will will do it for you. So he set up places in Texas and all doing outsourcing for uh, American companies. Only much later this outsourcing went to India. So he was the real founder of this, father of this outsourcing concept for technology. So I used to be in a very big company and at one time we were thinking of some collaboration with him. So we used to go visit him. He was his billionaire. Later, he became a presidential candidate. He's a very, very tough Texan sort of fellow. On his desk, on his desk, this very proud, powerful ex military fellow, his desk was always very clean, not a single sheet of paper. But he had one plaque with his motto. What is kya motto? What is hai. And the motto was lead or follow or get out of the way. Ya do tum lead karo. Lead karne like nahi ho. Ya hamko follow karo. Hum lead kar rahe hai. Wo bhi nahi kar sakta then just get out of the way. And he says, uske niche likha tha, dash, Jengiz Khan. I don't know if that is true or not, but he says ki haan Jengiz Khan nahi kaha tha. So that was his, his, his business motto. He would sit in business meetings and somebody would say, ye karna hai, wo karna he say, okay, are you willing to lead this? If you are willing to lead this, you are responsible. Next week you give a report, you are in charge. Otherwise, you can't lead it, okay? He is leading, you follow him. Otherwise, you keep quiet. Lead or follow. But get out, otherwise, get out of the way. Hamare <laughs> 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 I have you know six and a half million followers on Facebook. I'm embarrassed how many comments. Are they? they are not capable of doing anything. Job, follow me, right Mary lead. But they are just getting their thrills by doing petty criticism, petty stuff here and there. I don't see this from Chinese. I don't see this from Japanese. I don't see this from other countries where they are all together moving their nation forward. This is a character issue. We have to really address this character issue. So I uh, I will say that decolonization has to involve the government, the different civic society leaders, but also the average Aam Admi. The, the Aam Admi has to decide if he is part of the, wants to be part of this rashtra, move it forward and if that is the case then this whole mentality of uh, being, you know, being a backseat and uh, demanding every day I get around 30, 40, 50 emails giving me advice. Give me advice. Okay, sir, you should. Badi, ke log page, kuttaa lamba lamba lik ke. I think you should, you should, you should. So mere ek filter Whenever the filter reads, I, you, whenever the filter reads, you should, delete kar Because I don't, I don't want them to, because the question is, what are you doing? As if I'm at home, I have nothing to do and you have to give me more homework. So, you see this kind of and also the people giving you this homework are those who have never done this themselves. They are telling you how to, they are telling Tendulkar how to hit a sixer, but they have never held a bat in their life, full of opinions. So, this is a problem we have. It's a, we have uh, this instant success limelight and you know there is a problem with the social media. It is good, social media is good that we can break the monopoly of mainstream media. But social media has a problem also that every althu Faldu fellow suddenly thinks that I have done retweet work, I have retweeted it. Sir, I have done one to my work and I have an activist. Gaya. Nothing concrete has been done, no practical outcome, no action, just halabullah. So this is not going to decolonize us. It's just going to get us more emotionally upset. And you know we are running out of time. We are running out of time because the issues facing the gov- facing the nation are not very simple issues. You know, the 20 million young people every year, 20 million people reach the job age, the age at which they are looking for jobs. There are no more, there are not 20 million new jobs created every year. Hardly two, three million. So the there are more people every year looking for jobs than jobs available. So what will happen? There are serious issues in this country. Artificial intelligence is going to eliminate the vast majority of jobs being done today. In 20 years to 25 years, more than 90% of the jobs today will be done by machines. If you look at what are the main jobs being done today, 50 years ago, most of these jobs did not exist. Automobile jobs, airline jobs, hotel, motel, road, highways, these things did not exist. IT, technology, television, internet, these industries did not exist. So 50 years ago, you know, today's main jobs did not exist. So similarly, now the rate of change is accelerating. So what happened, the change in last 50 years will happen in the next 25 years. So most of the jobs today will not exist. You will be new kind of jobs. So are you ready for it? Are you ready for to reinvent yourself and face so much change? So this is the kind of, uh, you know, generation you are. You have to go, go through strong, lot of change, lot of hardship, lot of fight. And the competition internationally is becoming very tough because world population has increased. Demand, people want, everybody want to live a great life, but the source of raw material is shrunk. We have more demand and less supply. Demand is increasing every year, but the natural resource is not increasing. Whether it is water, whether it is energy, whatever, you know, the thing is that the basic raw materials, land, all these are becoming more scarce, so you will find more wars more wars because people will, the strong people will go invade, capture, expand. This will happen. And your generation has to face lots of these issues. You can't just be, ke Bollywood, rahe, cricket. Rahe, maj hai, theek hai. So I don't want to demoralize people but I want to shake you up. That decolonization starts with yourself. You have to shape up Take inventory of your own life and decide what is your contribution to the nation's advancement. I hope you enjoyed this lecture a lot. Do let us know if you have any questions, feedback, suggestions using our email infinityfoundationpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, this is karishma saying bye-bye.